This episode of the Meatweed Podcast, sponsored by the patrons and Christopher Harris, who gave a generous donation some some time ago, and I'm still grateful for it. Thank you very much. And for those listening, I have a question for you, and it's a very strange one. What's the weirdest show you've ever seen? And I'm talking about any show in general. I mean, like a B-list film. I mean, any sort of cinema that just makes no sense. And picture it like this. Maybe I'm asking, not because... Not because I'm trying to figure out what's weirder than this show that I currently watched. But I'm trying to figure out what can actually top this. You know, what can actually be weirder than this show that I just watched? I'm talking, of course, about Xavier Renegade Angel. You guys may have seen some clips that circulated some months ago, some years ago at this point, and every now and then they just kind of pop up and people ask, what the fuck is that? And let me tell you something right now. If you watch the show, if you have the full context, if you watch the entire series like I did multiple times, you will still be asking yourself, what the fuck is this? So on today's special episode of the Meatweed Podcast, I'm going to be breaking down the strangest show I've ever seen, and I watched it years ago, and nothing, and I mean nothing, has topped it. I've actively looked for stranger shows, even B-list movies, anything weird, and nothing topped this. I'm, I'm serious. I can't find any sort of media or film that is stranger than Xavier Renegade Angel, and I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk about it this time, because it's just, been bugging me this whole time. Um, not even bugging me. I, I actually, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, this is one of those shows where it stuck with me and I bought the whole series, watched it over and over again. I have the context and it's still fucking weird. All right. in here folks in life there are things that will fill us with awe there are things that will fill us with dread suspense drama love compassion xavier renegade angel does none of these in fact i would go as far as to say it is the definition of brain rotting cartoons why would i say that why would i give such a established title to such a show well let me explain it with with this the animation that they decided to go with borders on PlayStation 2 graphics of a cutscene. In fact, I looked up some PS2 games. I would say the PlayStation 2 actually looks better than Xavier Renegade Angel. They purposely chose this, I'm pretty sure. Don't get me wrong, this is me from an outsider perspective. I didn't do much research, okay? I just watched the show. The entire series. Eight or nine times. I devoted a big chunk of my life to watching this show, and to be fair, it is entirely because of the memes online. If you guys ever heard the term, you slumber, cucumber, that's where the show, that, the show came from. The, that came from the show. <clears throat> I'm stammering right now because my brain is still in a bit of a foggy situation, <laughs> trying to figure out, make heads or tails of this. If you've ever wanted a show that's going to completely stonewall you, it's going to completely make you think, what was going on? This is the show for that. In fact, I would go as far as to say that the animators were animators, story, guys, everyone, was on a bit of psychedelic mushrooms. That's putting it lightly, at least for the final episode of the first season. The Shaka Shuri blowdown, 
If you don't believe me, don't watch the rest of the show, at least not yet. But you want to taste, look up the Shakashuri Blowdown. And it's very hard to spell, so I don't know how to explain it. Um, Xavier Renegade Angel, season one, final episode. Um, I'm pretty sure you could find it on YouTube because a lot of the clips are taken from the show and put on YouTube because they're just so strange. And a good, whoops, a good example of one has got to be the, um, when Xavier himself is, in, in, I don't know how to explain it. He calls a number on a payphone and it's him on the other side. So he's literally talking to himself and then he leaves the phone booth and he turns around and there's literally another him. He literally found himself. And one of the things in the show that they really harp on is that he's trying to find himself. And he absolutely did. Uh, there's going to be some spoilers for the show. I, I mean, it's from 2007. If you haven't seen it yet, I mean, I, I doubt you'll ever... I doubt you'll care about spoilers. But just in case, spoiler warning ahead. His mom is a massive slut. I mean, massive. Like, to the point where, at some point of the show, they actually do ask him. Because he's always talking about how he's looking for his father's killer. It's him, by the way. Um, and... <laughs> And then someone asked, what about your mother? And she, he just doesn't want to find her killer. Because the thing is, he doesn't even know if that's his real mom or not. Of course, there's a vision he's given where his mom is drunk and taking pills at a party. And there are farm animals all around her. Xavier. <laughs> My god. Xavier is the, the end result of that night. Xavier is an amalgamation of animals. Uh, from what I've seen visually, he's a a pig or a dog, a snake, an eagle, and I, that's all I can make of it, really. I mean, uh, let me explain how he looks like. Imagine a human, right, with dreadlocks, but he's completely dark brown, covered in fur. Uh, he's got a beak for a nose, a very long tongue, six nipples that he always has out for some reason, a snake for a hand, and his knees bend backwards. And this is putting it lightly. That is the, that is the most normal the show gets. Um, <laughs> I, I'm staggering. I'm stalled here because I'm trying to figure out how to explain it to someone. Here's the thing, right? If you show this to your grandparents, I'm pretty sure they'd have a heart attack. I, I almost did. God, I, I'm not exactly the healthiest guy. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to this show, I'm fucking baffled. And the best part about it is... This came out on Adult Swim. It was one of those shows, you know? One of the late night ones that people talk about every now and then. It'll be like, hey, Tim and Eric, awesome show. You ever see that? Well, have you ever seen Xavier Renegade Angel? Have you ever seen it? If you haven't, it's very hard to find. If you want a full DVD box set, you can buy that. But you can just buy it on Apple TV. That's what I did. Uh, it's much easier that way. I think it's like 20 bucks. It's not bad. Um, is it worth the money? <laughs> I would say I don't regret my $20 purchase all those years ago. I sometimes revisit the show just when when my brain's getting a little too comfortable. You know what I mean? You know, instead of going through the wine tasting and reading books and doing all this sophisticated stuff, I throw my brain into the fucking wood chipper and then I bring it back out. It's kind of a reset button for me. Um, I would say that sharpening a pencil and jamming it in your ear is probably a better alternative. <laughs> what the fuck? Um... Okay, okay, let me try to explain an episode. That's how hard it is. I, I, I'm good at explaining things. But I can't explain an episode because I can't wrap my head around it. It's so fast with the jokes, too. 
Especially the you slumber cucumber. You pick up on some zeds, you get out of my head. This is him roasting himself. Literally, there's a second version of him and everything. And the thing about this character, right? He, he's always wearing a loincloth just above his crotch. And when he finally lifts it up, it's just a giant eyeball. There is no genitals in him. And he's constantly trying to get laid and he can't do it either. Even in the first episode, he's like hitting on this blonde girl who's just trying to go to work, mind you. And he's like, I'm a survivor. We're a dying breed. And that, that fucking sent me, dude. That fucking got me when I first heard that joke. The animation quality, again, PlayStation 2 era graphics. That's how I would put it. But I feel like it's bad on purpose. I feel like if you properly animated Xavier Renegade Angel, mankind would cease. This is the peak. Stop going to the moon. Stop building rocket ships. Stop wars. We've peaked. This show is an anomaly of the highest caliber. Because for me, I see this and I think there are people in the world stranger than I am. And they have the ability to make a show on Cartoon Network. Or on Adult Swim, whatever. <laughs> Why? Why did the show have to be made? Every time I watch it, I just think, I want to be friends with the animators because these guys are fucking weird. And so am I. I'd say we'd get along just fine, honestly. There is moments in the show that kind of let you know that there is an actual storyline to follow, right? Xavier Renegade, or Xavier, I'm just going to call him that. Xavier is um looking for his father's killer. It's him again. And the funny part is there's a pun afterwards because he's meditating with a bunch of candles. It sets his house on fire and he goes up to his dad and goes, Father, who did this to you? And then he goes, our son. And then Xavier goes, I knew it was arson, Dad, but who? <laughs> I'm going fucking crazy thinking about the show. And I've seen it, like, I saw the whole series again, right? It's really short. I watched it today. The whole series. Keep in mind, I've, always, I've already seen the whole series. Season 2 is just as weird, if not worse. But this time we get a more in-depth viewing of his childhood. Where he had a mother, was a bit of a slut. He had a father who died when he was younger uh, in, the, in the house fire. But his mom is so awful. Like, there's a scene, right? Where Xavier just wants to be held as a kid. I mean, he's an ugly-ass kid. Don't get me wrong. The, the Chomsky honk. You'll, you'll only get that. You will only get that if you watch the show. And um, it is just as hard to explain after watching the show. Because that's a, apparently an insult to him. Chomsky honk. Dweeby chimp, chonky, and the worst off, Chomsky honk. That's how much I've seen this show. If you guys know, you know. But if you don't, watch it. <sighs> My god. If if any of you... Okay, let me, let me explain how I came into watching this. I mentioned earlier that they'll get clips from the show, and they'll just put it online. No context, nothing. It's better without context. And even with context, it's just as confusing. I'm not even joking. The funny part for me, right, is this is what sparked my interest. I looked it up, and I thought, what is this? Because I thought it was just random internet animation. That's the, that's the quality you're getting. But it was much better. Then I found out a lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, this show is Xavier Renegade Angel. If you think this clip is weird, the whole show is basically this energy over and over again. I didn't believe it at first, because normally internet comments are very overhyped. But for this one, they nailed it on the fucking head. It is absolutely that level of energy the entire time. 
I can't explain into words, but I'm very hard trying to. If you threw characters from a PS2 game into a blender, poured them on the ground, and scattered them into a linear structure, I think you would get an Xavier Renegade Angel episode. <laughs> because it's just as baffling. There's a computer virus in the first episode. He goes to the army and he just asks them for AIDS. Like a bottle of AIDS. And they give him the disease in a gallon jug. They just hand it to him. They're like, here you go. Someone left this in the lost and found. He goes, and one of his little catchphrases is, ooh, frittata. And after saying that, he jumps out of a window. Of course, he's doing this because he started a virus by accident. By typing in some philosophical questions into a computer that's saying, how can I help you? Welcome to Burberry, Connecticut. How can I help you? And then he types in, what doth life? That's all he puts in. And the computer goes fucking haywire. Along with every single computer in the town. I'm only explaining episode one because I want you guys to see the rest, if you're interested. And I hope you are, because I certainly am. The, the funny part about it, right, is the computer basically becomes an AI sentient creature, you know? And it just starts spreading to the point where the computer virus becomes a real human virus. And um, the way that happened is they got a bunch of the computers that were broken. And they were going to throw them in the landfill, right? Normal thing, right? Just throw them away. And Xavier, in his wise wisdom, goes, No, don't throw them. Don't defile Mother Nature. Dump them in the lake. Thanks, Xavier. <laughs> Fucking smartass. The funny part is, these same guys that listened to him were making fun of him, calling him Chomsky Honk, which is a, a big thing in the first episode. Doesn't really come up much later, but big thing in the first episode. Remember that. Chomsky Honk. Weirdest insult I've ever heard, and yet it fits him. So, you got all these computers with the computer virus, okay? You with me so far? Alright, good. Fill them up, put them on the truck, drive to a lake, throw it in there. But this lake is also the town's water supply. So what happens in an unusual universe when you throw computers filled with computer viruses into a lake where humans are going to interact with the water? That's right. You get an unusual plague that defiles the town, turns them all into lower rendered PS1 graphics, like lower rendered, like I'm talking really low, right? I'm talking like Metal Gear... Metal Gear Solid, like, first game, you know? Tactical espionage, that's the game. And lower it by just a little bit. And you get what happens to the characters. And they start glitching out and everything. <laughs> um, again, Xavier's solution is to get a gallon of AIDS and try to pour it into the reservoir. But somebody takes the gallon from him and drinks it. <laughs> These are the same guys that were mocking him in the, in the beginning of the episode. The guy kills over and dies. And everyone at this point is about to kick his ass. And then they start glitching out. So they just start repeating and repeating and repeating, right? And Xavier's just like, uh, okay. Goes around, starts looking at the rest of the, uh, the town. And of course, the solution is to rip somebody's arm off, play it like a flute, and it cures the town. It just, it just cures the town. That's it plays the flute you're good and the funny part is the the reason it works isn't because you know they the people heard it it's because the computer that initially gave the virus was like that music so soothing system rebooting and then it's all gone of course the lady's arm is still off which when she heals 
she just looks down and goes, oh, my arm. And he's like, thanks. Thanks for lending a hand. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this show. I'm going insane here. I'm going stir crazy. This is episode one, mind you. This is. I just described the entirety of the first episode. If you think there's more context, there is not. This is how strange it is. Look at how hyped I am. That's how strange this episode is. When you know an episode is good, you know a show is good when I can't shut up. This has all been one take. I have not paused at all. I can't even, I haven't even breathed. Speaking of which. All right. 16 minutes, one breath. Fuck me. That's how you know it was good. Good show, good episode. Um, what doth life? That's a good question. I'm scared to ask it on my computer. <laughs> if I Google what doth life, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to get Xavier Renegade um, quotes. And a lot of fan art. A lot, a lot of fan art. But, you know, that's that's to be expected with anything in a niche crowd. The thing about Xavier, right, is it was a commercial failure, really. Not a lot, not enough people watched it. I get why. <laughs> I, I fully understand. Because... The subtlety in Xavier isn't there. There is no subtlety. It's all in your face. It's really quick. It's bizarre. That's the point. The point is that it's fucking weird. And I love it. I absolutely love when a show refuses to take itself seriously. And this is exactly it. Because there is a storyline. Don't get me wrong. There's a storyline. It just makes no fucking sense. It's, it's just strange. It's strange. It's weird. And I love it. I want more. There was rumors that... Xavier Renegade Angel was going to get a season three, not confirmed. And last I heard these rumors was three years ago. Um, it, it's gone, guys. If there was a season three, I've never seen it. I, hmm. I'll look into that further. But for now, alas, Xavier Renegade Angel remains as one of those unusual niche shows that was on Adult Swim late night. It's one of those shows, you know? They don't all hit. You know, they, we, they're not all Tim and Eric's. Awesome show. Tim and Eric. Yeah, I, I watch the show. I mean, a lot of people say that some of my inspiration does come from that. Not entirely. My sh like my shtick, right, is that I'm an amalgamation of everything I've ever watched, which there's quite a bit of pop culture. There's a bit of niche stuff. A lot more niche stuff than you'd think, but still. I would say Xavier Renegade Angel is definitely one of the cornerstones of my sense of humor. Why? It makes no fucking sense. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Damn, I yelled into the fucking mic. Look at that. I'm moving in my chair. Too good this fucking story. Mm. I need to chill. Nothing like chai tea to calm down. It didn't work. Because episode two is just as weird. You want to know how it's weird? Um, the entire first season, there's no consistency. There's, um, there's a storyline there. You can rearrange the entirety of the first season and it would still be a valid linear story. That's hard to do. You have to not try to do it in order to do it. It's exactly what Xavier Renegade Angel succeeded in doing. If you watch it in any order, there is no progression. There's only a linear storyline hitting with subtleties underneath. He mentions it in the first episode, sure, why not? But he mentions it in every other episode, this unusual shaman. 
that he learned everything from, right? And it's very clear from the get-go that this shaman wants absolutely nothing to do with Xavier. And Xavier won't leave him alone. And it's so good, dude. It's so fucking weird. I could ask you guys, right? I could ask you guys to show me stand-up comedians, some funny stuff on YouTube, but alas, I was born in the YTP era, YouTube poops. If you know the, the randomness, the mishmash, if you like that kind of humor, chances are you're going to like Xavier Renegade Angel. And again, I mentioned this specific group because I did see a lot of YTPs for Xavier Renegade Angel. And they're all very old. They're like nine years ago, you know, kind of stuff. That's putting it lightly. I think... <laughs> I think too much, honestly. <laughs> this show is a reminder that God is dead and I'm scared of what's to come. Or maybe it's a reminder that God exists because he's definitely got some competition. <laughs> what is going on, dude? See, the problem with the show, right, is if you watch the show, you're going to end up like me. A complete mess who cannot keep a sentence and a straight face. <laughs> because I'm giggling thinking about the show because it's so stupid. My favorite um, of the series is the blood corn, which <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid. Every time he says something, Xavier either says it in the most unusual way, like that one episode where he was talking to a caveman, right? And he kept mentioning the word pain. But the thing is, they would always use the very first time he said pain. So it would be like, deal with your pain because the inner pain that you have, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. It's the exact same recording. And they decided to do that little gimmick with some of the other characters. And they, they seem to get like random audio clips, like, like taste the pain. Like they'll, they'll use that exact audio recording over and over again. There's a point where a guy takes off his toupee to kick Xavier Renegade, um, Xavier's ass, and it's just taste the two, 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 two pain. <laughs> it's, uh, um, I cannot do the show justice. Or can I? I feel like I'm putting it in much simpler terms than I can. Here's the thing if I am your introduction to the show, I must warn you right now don't watch it with the anticipation that you're gonna like the show. Watch it knowing that you're going to be confused, that you might be a little sick to your stomach, and that you might either hate the show to its core or laugh. You will do one of those two because every reaction I've seen is either this is the funniest show I've ever seen, it's completely random, makes no sense, or this show's stupid, it's completely random, it makes no sense. You see? Not every good show has to have a linear storyline. Not everything is fucking Marvel Avengers, you know what I mean? Fuck that movie, by the way. I'm tired of that movie. The whole series. After Endgame, it just fell off. Um, Endgame was the last Marvel sh like movie that I actually enjoyed. Everything else afterwards was just kind of filler. Um, <laughs> it sucks, don't get me wrong, but... It is what it is. Everything is cookie cutter. You know, every modern show, everything is just so cookie cutter, and I hate it. Why is everything the same? Every, sa every same joke, every lukewarm take on things Xavier decides to be a little edgy at times to be fair but it is a product of its time okay keep in mind this was 2007 this is around the lol xd random phase you know emo's really popular the internet was far edgier than it used to be you know there was um I can't even say some of the jokes because I know I'm gonna offend people 
Hell, I'm offended myself thinking about it. Alas, I know what the internet was like because I was alive during that, and I myself was a bit of an edgelord, you know? Um, but that's besides the point. Because there is no point to this podcast. There is no point to this episode. Just like Xavier Renegade Angel. Any episode you watch, try to find meaning behind it. You might find something. You might find a a new joke that you like. You might find a a reference you never understood. You, You might just be confused. I am all three. I am every single one of them. My brain struggles to comprehend this. Okay? I was... What the hell is this joke? That's all... I gotta finish it right there, okay? I cannot continue further because the show lacks an explanation on its own. At least for me. However, if you want to see a good meme show, I guess that's how I would put it. If you want to try to laugh, I'm struggling to figure out how to put this. Just watch the fucking show. It's an anomaly in its own right. I cannot do it justice. I cannot even explain the episodes. You just have to watch it and form your own opinion. For those who like it, congrats. I just introduced you to your new favorite show. To those who hate it, I am sorry. To those who are in between, me too. Alas, that's going to be the end of that. Because I cannot continue any further. Xavier Renegade Angel, love it or hate it, it's already gone. It's, It's hard to find. Don't get me wrong. Along with the show Stella, but that's for another topic. Um, Hugbees did a video on that on YouTube, and it's really good. It's the reason I watched the show to begin with. It, the show is called Stella. Three guys in an apartment. That's about it. It's really slapstick comedy. It's really good. But it's also the um, absurdist humor. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. We cycle back. Xavier Renegade Angel is absurdist humor. To its most absurd. They dialed the absurd meter. They dialed the absurd meter up to 11. And then they grabbed it and they kept twisting and kept twisting until the button broke. And you know what? It makes for a show that when I watch it, I don't know what the fuck to think. Okay? I had to go outside. I had to take a breather. I had to take a breath of fresh air after I watched this show. Okay? I had to get up, stretch my legs. And just do anything other than ingest social media or media of any kind. This show is like... I imagine this this is like the first hit of crack for a crackhead. I don't know, man. This show is fucking strange. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Seriously. Having said that, mentioning old shows... I've also been watching old movies. I recently watched a movie called um, Attack of the Body Snatchers. Apparently a lot of like films quoted it, like one of them being like, they're already here, you're next, you're next. I didn't know where that quote was from. (laughs) The movie's genuinely creepy. Not many special effects. It's just people losing their, um, their feelings, like everything. Um, what happens, right, is they're, they're taken over by alien creatures. But what happens is, the only thing that changes is they're still logical and everything. They just lose their love, emotions, and compassion, basically. They're very they're very empty. They become empty shells of themselves. Ironically, why am I saying ironically? Who gives a shit? No, um the show's um or the movie's good. But I had I, this was my palate cleanser, okay? 
after watching Xavier Renegade Angel, I needed something else. So I watched the movie. And I watched it before I went to bed. No nightmares were had. It wasn't that scary of a movie. It's an old black and white movie, but it's still good. And gets my seal of approval, to be honest. I give it a thumbs up. I would watch it again. Maybe on the big screen. I watched it on my phone. Um, a lot of people watch movies on their phone, but I'm just not used to it. I need my PC or something. I have a Mac, but whatever. Okay. Having said everything I just said today, and literally sweating at the thought of the fucking show, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I'm sorry for those who were expecting something else, but I gotta say, I even asked on Twitter, right? Not a lot of people responded, yada, yada, yada. You know how it is. But the show is strange. Watch it. I cannot do it justice. I can't do it justice because I'm a strange person myself, right? So when I say something is strange, you know that that shit is fucking bizarre. You know that that show goes above and beyond strange. If it confused me, it's fucking hard to grasp. Why? Because I like to do my research. And I've been studying this show for three fucking years and I still can't figure it out. Three years. <sighs> That's going to do it for this episode of the Meat Week Podcast. Thank you to the Patreons. Thank you for people actually buying stuff on the merch store. And there are stickers going out. I need to quit talking about Xavier Renegade Angel before I brawl a fucking gasket. <sighs> I'm actually tired. This entire episode was one take. You want to know why? Because I studied this show. And I can't explain it without sounding fucking nuts. I can't explain it without sounding fucking crazy. So just watch the show. Just watch it. And after you're done, read a book. You're gonna need it. All right. I mentioned I was gonna make a much more crazier episode. This one was more emotion-packed because to be fair, I'm very emotional about the show. I don't know why. It's just a show. It's just TV. But man, is it fucking weird. All right. See you guys next week.